Hello and welcome to another session of the, of the Fit Finance Sessions with me, Henry Ellison, and Tim Webb. Tom Senables is still away, sunning himself somewhere hot and exotic, or he's got back and he's just been locked down and not allowed out of his house again. We're not quite sure which, but we're hoping he'll be back with us next week. Um, so today, Tim and I have been having a little bit of a chat. We thought what would be useful is to come up with a kind of financial MOT um, style um, thing for you for you to have a look over your finances, sort of the, the main points. And we've come up with four points that we think we're pretty interesting, um, just to look through your portfolio and see if anything needs amending. And so the four things that, that we're going to talk about today are reviewing your investment portfolio and rebalancing it. Um, is the first one. The second one then actually is, is away from your investments, but it's the insurance policies that you've got and reviewing those, making sure they're still um, the right price, but also any trust that you might have set up and your will as well. Um, then the third one is, let's make sure that the plan that you initially set up is still on track. And we all know curveballs get sent to, um, to change things as, as, as life goes on. So are those plans that you set out two years ago, three years ago, 10 years ago, still the right plan? Are we still doing the right thing? And then I suppose I like to, I like to that as the fourth one would be to, to decide on whether or not your investments as they are, are the right ones, whether or not you should be paying some more money into them, or indeed whether or not the, the money you're extracting perhaps from your pension is at the right level, or whether or not it can be increased, or whether or not it could be decreased. Anyway, so look, in a bit more detail, let's uh, we'll just rattle through these. And uh, Tim, I think you want to take over on reviewing and rebalancing your portfolio. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I think there's there's a good few different aspects to this, but as we're st starting from the most macro or the biggest picture, and then sort of drilling down into the more nitty gritty of it. First things first is the asset allocation. So, i.e., you know, what what is the split of your overall investments? How how is that managed? And is it right? You know, um, any uh, well coined uh, investment book will tell you that actually 80 to 85 percent of any portfolio's return um, is driven by by the asset allocation i.e you know, how much money are you putting into the us uk stocks bonds whatever um, how is that structured and is it you know is it still the same you know without actually consistently rebalancing um, the, the percentages in those different areas over time you'll see that actually some sectors will swell and end up taking up more, over you know, more of the pot than you originally intended so it's a case of making sure that they stay consistent with uh, with how much risk you're willing to take because that is intrinsically linked to to how much risk um, you're, you're happy to take with with your money um, cost clearly you know, next 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 one most people are, are familiar with this clearly you know we want to be getting the most returns that we can for the given level of risk that we're happy taking but also at the cheapest possible um, level as as well um, now it is a bit of a difficult conversation there's all sorts of different conversations all the time in the industry about costs and paying for active passive management all that sort of stuff but generally speaking just for the purposes of this at least it's just a a, a note um, worthy point to make sure that you know are you paying too much and relative to what, how, you know, how, how things have been going. If you've been massively underperforming that the general benchmark um, or, or, your, or your peers, if you like, or the, the portfolio's peers and what everybody else is doing, then you know, are you in the right place? Uh, you know, there is a, just because you're paying more doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting better management. Um, but then to the contrary of that, there is also the other side of the fence, which argues that you know, pay, pay, pay peanuts, get, well, you know, it's not as clear as ever, but you know, get monkeys type, type thing. 
Um, so that's that. That's generally speaking the the um, reviewing the portfolio um, point. Now, number two on your list was was insurance and sort of all the all the ugly stuff in life, really. You know, all that sort of stuff which can clearly you know, happen to to all of us. Um, and yeah, in terms of the overall plan, you need to make sure that you've got adequate protection in place. Adequate clearly is quite a, is a difficult thing to, to quantify, but largely these things are to do with the, the material loss to the family or the household if certain things were to happen. So if you know if you were to pass away, um, you or your spouse, or you were to get something really awful, so a critical illness, whether it be cancer, emphysema, or something awful like that, um, or you were to lose your income, you know you. you both your legs or you couldn't work for whatever reason and, and you lose your income for a sustained period of time you need to make sure that there's still bread on the table what have you so yeah you know you need to make sure that those things are still relevant if you've changed jobs for example and you've lost that death and service that all you know high so mighty death and service policy that you had through work or the, the really nice phi that the income protection that, that work offered and you've lost that clearly you know that's the hole in the plan which you need to to, to fill uh, to make sure if, if the worst were to happen then you've got you've got something there um but similarly you know obviously that's whilst you're alive so protecting whilst you're alive or, or not in the case of a backup clearly but wills trust planning all that sort of stuff is all about the better direction or your intended direction of your assets making sure that that um is what you want them to be on your death but also the protection of those assets as well a will is quite simply a piece of paper that will just direct your assets where you, where you want them to go, uh, but it won't protect them sufficiently from, from other bits and pieces in life, such as divorce of the recipient and all that sort of nasty stuff, which no one likes talking about, but unfortunately, you know, as, we, as we all know, happens. Um, so yeah, they're, they're the first two, first two points on, on the list. But if, yeah, aren't they really good? I think the only other one I'd add to that is, you know, if you, if you were a dirty, filthy smoker and you stopped smoking, of course, those life insurance policies and critical illness policies that you would have had set up all those years ago with smokers' rates on them, you can now get them. You get read them with with much lower rates just by by showing that you're a non-smoker and have been for at least a year. So certainly, if, if that's anyone out there, then 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 get a look get a look into your um, your life insurance plans and the cost. Um, so the next the next two on there said so the, the, we're looking at um. At, at, at checking the plan still still relevant for you so for a lot of our clients in particular we create financial plans for them but take into account the various things that we imagine <clears throat> might happen at the point that we write the plan and of course we never know whether these things are going to happen or not happen <clears throat> so some of them might be that the children are going to go to private school it might be that i'm planning on retiring in five years time and then i'm going to buy, buy myself a great big chalet in the south of Spain and a boat and sail around the world but of course when all these events happen they might change and, and you know it might be that your child ends up getting a scholarship to the private school so the fees don't cost you as much as you're expecting or that actually you go and have a look around the properties in the south of Spain and you go actually I don't really want to do this instead I'm just going to go on holiday in Cornwall and so all of a sudden that money that you had set aside for that purpose is no longer there and of course it might just be that your investments have performed better or worse than you would have expected and so that gives you bigger and better options or, or perhaps worse options than, than you had initially set out and so it's going back and reviewing your plan reviewing what you're trying to do every year and then certainly if you've got a cash flow forecast building it back into that cash flow forecast to make sure everything is still going in the right direction 
uh, and there's nothing that's been overlooked or there's no more opportunities out there for you that you could have enjoyed but you didn't think you were going to be able to enjoy three or four years ago but actually now it seems that seems that you can and then I think associated to that the final piece is when we build the plan is to then say actually life is looking much better than I thought it was going to and so now I can afford either to invest a little bit more money in my items or my pensions and we can work out how much would be a sensible thing to invest or it might be that you've retired and now you're drawing money out of your pension and so now you can work out well actually I was only drawing a thousand pounds a month out of my pension but actually now that I've been back and reviewed everything it seems like I could probably draw out uh, 1,250 pounds from my pension perhaps or, or, or you know so I think those are those are the that's that's the from the the, the sort of the overarching level of reviewing your your portfolio and finances and how how best to ensure that you keep on track and there's no harm in running through this list on an annual basis and indeed if you, if you employ one of us we will be doing we will be doing these four checkpoints for you and for your for your financial planning now and, and into the future so i hope that all made sense i hope there's some useful tidbits there for you if you've got any comments as ever please please do let us know um, and until next week, uh, goodbye.